Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day, Father. We thank you for this opportunity to come together to worship you, Father. We thank you and praise you for this opportunity for the word to go forth. We pray that it will not return void, Father, but it will accomplish what it was sent to do. And we give you praise and honor and glory for it. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. All right, so this guy comes home from work one day, and he's so excited, and he tells his wife, come upstairs, i got to show you something. So he goes running in the bedroom, he snatches the covers back, he throws her in the bed, and she's like, yeah, it's not too bad. And he pulls the covers over the top of him, and she's even better. And he says, look, my new watch glows in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all tens. It is what it is. <clears throat> all right, so what we're going to talk about today is the name, right? And when we talk about the name of Jesus, I don't really think we comprehend all of what we know about the name of Jesus. So we're going to talk about the, the name of Jesus. So <clears throat> it's funny, I don't know if you saw it this week or not, but I actually shared um, Granddad's last sermon from four years ago, right? And, and, and it was this. But the, I had already prepared this. I don't, this is going to sound bad. When somebody comes here to speak, right, whether it's, you know, uh, Eddie or, or, or Scott or whoever, right? I prepared this sermon last week just in case he had a flat tire for God or, you know, said I don't feel good or whatever. So I was prepared to preach last week, right? And then I didn't. Right? Scott didn't, did a great job other than the Clemson stuff. I thought he did a really good job. Um, but I mean, you know, not everybody's perfect. It's okay. Um, and then that thing popped up on my timeline, and I thought it was amazing that, you know, Granddaddy's sermon and, and this sermon, is, it's a lot of the same. So if you will, um, turn with me to the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verse 1, and it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. Nothing was that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. And the light shines into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, <clears throat> I mean, I think as Christians, we understand that God the Father, God the Son, and God the power, the Holy Spirit, all existed before the planet did, right? Well, maybe not the planet, but it says the earth was, without, was void and without form, right? And then God said, let there be light, and Jesus brought light, right? And then he created the stuff. So, and, and this, this is, you know, whatever. This is, a, it's like Granddaddy's sermon, but it's not Granddaddy's sermon, because, you know, I'm not him and he's not me. So if you will, turn with me to the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1. And... We'll start with 29. And Mary was greatly troubled at his words. This is where Gabriel had come to tell Mary, you're having a son, right? He was greatly troubled at his words. I wonder what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And you will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. This would be like if I sent you somewhere. Let, let, let's say that I was on the phone with, with Philip Gonzalez in the Philippines, and I'm sending Stephen, right? And then when I sent Stephen, I tell Philip, all right, the guy you're looking for, his name is Stephen. 
See, see, Mary didn't really name Jesus. You are to call him Jesus. She didn't have a lot of opinion in the matter. See, that would be like you showing up and, and, and then calling him Robert. Oh, wait a minute, your name is Robert. Calling him Pete, right? Changing his name completely. See, he was already here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was created without him. When he showed up, the birth announcement, the what his name was, was not similar to our birth announcements, right? Like before I was born to Lillian and Bob, there was no Robbie Packer Valentine Jr., right? But before Jesus was born to Mary, Jesus already existed. That name had been in the beginning of time. It had, he had been with God since it started, right? So when the name was announced, this is the first time, when the first time, I mean, it, Old Testament talks about, you know, we call him the Messiah and all kinds of things. But when she, his name is to be Jesus, he was just calling ahead and saying, hey, I sent you somebody, and here's his name. This is the one you're looking for, right? Y'all with me? Y'all look at me like I'm crazy. I'm telling you, just, it's okay. Be good. Calm down. Or wake up, whichever way y'all got to do it. All right. I mean, I'm just saying. All right, so the name of Jesus, Mary had heard for the first time, and it might have been a family name. She might have heard somebody named Jesus before. I'm sure he wasn't the only guy ever named Jesus. I don't know. Um, but the name of Jesus has so much value on it and means so much to us that I'm glad he called ahead, right? I'm glad he called ahead and made sure that you know that this is my guy and his name is Jesus. So what do we get from the name of Jesus? Okay, well, um, I'll ask the questions. Uh, Acts. Chapter 4. Uh... I'll start with 11. For Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. For salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name, no other name under heaven given to mankind, which we must be saved. Right? So without the name of Jesus, there is no salvation. Right? There is no Christian church. There is no church. There is no way. It's no death and resurrection. It's no gospels. It's no feeding the 5,000. It's no healing the sick. That without him, that, that the basis, the, the cornerstone, y'all ever built anything? It, when, it, when you set that first piece, right? Now, now, I built plenty of stuff where I set the first piece and then I worked around and figured out that first piece was wrong and I came back and fixed the first piece. No, y'all ain't never done that, right? This one was crooked, so all the rest of them are crooked, and, and we start over. But when you set that first piece, it has to be perfect. It has to be exactly true, exactly where it's supposed to be, exactly at the right time, exactly at the right spot, right? So that cornerstone of the salvation of mankind, because mankind was condemned to go to hell, and without Jesus, they would remain condemned and go into hell. But salvation is found nowhere else. There was nowhere else where salvation came from. It had to come from this man named Jesus. In his name, salvation was established. Well, that's pretty important to us. That's pretty important to the church, right? I mean, you don't got a whole lot of church without the name of Jesus. Now, folks, worship other stuff. That's all I act. 
Um, so, second Corinth, no, excuse me, first Corinthians. Chapter 6. And we're going to kind of start reading half of verse 11. That first sentence in 11 really talks about the statements above. Uh, halfway through, but you were washed and you were sanctified and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That's pretty important, right? That we have been set free, we have been redeemed from the curse, that we have been sanctified and justified and washed in the name of Jesus. So that name is pretty important to us, right? That, that name is pretty important to us. That, that there's no salvation without it. There's really, if, if you really want to talk about it, if you get in the nitty gritty, as they say, nothing was formed without him. There was no let there be light without Jesus. That, you know, I, I, um, I think I told you this before, but I mean, I, I think the Big Bang Theory is really probably the closest thing to science's explanation of what happened. Because I bet it was really loud when God said, let there be light. Since there was nothing else making noise, everything was quiet and without form. And he said, let there be light. I bet it sounded like a thunderclap. That was a pretty loud bang. But Jesus was the one. Jesus is the light of the world to show up and to give us this. Right? And so we have been, wa we have been saved. We have been washed. We have been sanctified. And we have been justified all by the name of Jesus. Now... If you get places or, or you know, I, I, I want to say this right. Let's, let's say you were, you were going to another state. Right, let's say you were coming to this state and you got in trouble. You, you, you would need somebody's name, right? You would need some, some help, some favors. Who, who would you call? I mean, would you use, I mean, you wouldn't use my name, right? Maybe, maybe Mr. McMaster's or... We'll throw Stephen a bone. Maybe his buddy Larry Grooms. I mean, maybe one of those guys, right? Maybe one of those names that gets you out of trouble. That's in man's group, in man's time, in man's situation. But in, but in God's time, the name that is the most important name, the one that we... And, and I, I don't have the authority to throw out old Falkhorn Leg. I mean, Mr. McMaster's. I don't have the name, authority to throw out his name or e even Mr. Grooms's name, right? I don't have the authority to help you with their name. That authority hadn't been given to me. But the authority in the name of Jesus has been given to the body of Christ. So we have that name and it sits ready for us to use. The, all of this authority that, 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 that created the light, that saved us, that washed us, that sanctified us, that redeemed us from the curse, all of that is ours, is sitting available. Now let me tell you something else about the name. Uh, Philippians. <clears throat> Chapter 2 and verse 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now that word every, that's a pretty powerful word, right? Every, you know, every time I come here, no, 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 not, kinda, not that kind of every. Like every, every. Like every person 
every being that's ever been created from the beginning of time to the end of time, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And you think, well, I got this old God that works for me and he'll never do that. Oh, no, he will. Every bad guy you can come up with that's ever lived, every atheist, every agnostic, every everything, every being that has ever been in existence, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess at the power of the name of Jesus. And that's pretty impressive. Some of y'all probably can't even get past your own family to think that there ain't somebody, well, that person will never, he'll never say that. He's too ornery. He's too stubborn. No, no, you don't understand. To the glory of God, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess the name of Jesus. See, it's not, it's not optional. It won't be, well, you know, I didn't feel like coming to church that week. No, no, no. The whole world will be put on notice. Everything in heaven and on earth and under the earth, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And that's pretty powerful, right? I mean, if you took all of the, 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 the light and the salvation and the washing and the sanctifying and all that stuff away from the equation, the idea that one name is so great that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, that's pretty amazing. Now, to be able to have the ability to use that to your advantage. And that would be pretty special, right? That the, the most powerful name that's ever been uttered from the beginning of time, that name, man, if you just had to where somehow you could, you could do something with it. Uh, gospel according to John. We get ready to get to it. Gospel according to John chapter 16. My daggum headset don't want to sit right. My head must be getting fatter. It ain't because I ain't got no more hair because this is all the hair I've ever had. 26. And in that day you will ask in my name. And I will ask the Father. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me. And have believed that I came from God. And I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I'm leaving the world. Up one, 23. And in that day, you will no longer ask me for anything. Verily, I tell you the truth, <clears throat> that my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. So whatever you ask in my name, you shall have. That name, that same name that, is, that every knee will bow to and every tongue confess, that same name that brought light, that same name that brought salvation, that same name that washed you and sanctified you and justified you, that same name is at your disposal. That if you ask anything in my name, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Now I'm going to say, that's pretty sporty. <clears throat> I'm on the... Um, 
Y'all probably don't know, but the Berkeley County Dorchester Council of Government is really important deal. Oh, it's so important. I'm actually not a member. I'm a proxy. So the mayors are members, and then the mayor uh, uh, nominates a proxy. Y'all know what a proxy is? It's somebody that shows up and does the ma- business of the mayor, right? When he doesn't want to attend those meetings, he sends the guy, right? I'm the guy. He sends me, which I don't do real good. I watch him on the Zoom call. I don't actually attend because it's a waste of time. But anyway, um, I'm the proxy, right? So I get to go in the name of the mayor to represent the town of St. Stephen. But I'm also a proxy that I get to go in the name of Jesus and represent the kingdom. See, I'm an ambassador of Christ. I don't know if y'all heard that before, right? But I'm an ambassador. And then, you know, the ambassador has the authority to use the full power of the office that they're an ambassador for. So in the name of Jesus, that same name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, I'm an ambassador for that one. And you are too if you're born into the kingdom, right? So as a, a son or daughter of God, we have the ability to ask God anything in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, and he will do it. Man, that's pretty impressive. And Jesus, I guess, he figured out we needed to get a little more explicit. So if you will, turn with me to um, the gospel according to Mark. I wish I had picked Matthew in the first one. I'd hit all four gospels. But Mark, chapter 16, verse 15 And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. And in my name they will drive out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands and they will drink deadly poison. It will not hurt them. And they will place their hands on the sick people and they will get well. In whose name? You you don't go in your name, right? That's a... Scott was talking about being sent. I'm not going on my name. I'm not going in my accord. He said to go into all the world and preach the gospel to creation. And these signs will believe in my name, in the holy, powerful name of Jesus. See, there's not a, there's not a more powerful name that's ever been named. He was named before the light got here. They showed up and told Mary, hey, look, this is his name, in case you needed to know. I mean, I know you're his mom and all that stuff, but but this is his name. And that name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, that name creates the power of God. That we have been sanctified, saved, and washed. It has set us apart. It sets us apart. We have the authority to use it. We have the authority to boldly go to the throne of God in the name of Jesus and ask whatever we desire. Now, I'm going to ask you, if you you had the authority, right? If if you were the proxy, you were the ambassador, you were the, the person that was assigned to the account, right? If you had all of the authority and you didn't use it, how valuable is it? What did Granddaddy used to say? I want all of Rockefeller's money or whatever. I don't remember what he said, but it's something about But if you had all of that, if you had all the money in the world in the bank and you never used it, what good is that? If you had access to all of the best hunting in the whole planet and you never went, what good is that? 
I mean, think about it. I mean, whatever makes, makes you happy. The best golf courses, the best fishing holes, the whatever. If you have access to whatever and you don't use it, how valuable is it? So if you have access to the power of God in the name of Jesus, think we should use it? I mean, I think we should be, you know, I want all of the benefits, membership, and privileges. I want all of it. I want all of the privileges. And if the privilege of this is that I get to use the name of Jesus and the authority of God, the same name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, if I have the authority to use it, and bless God, I want to use it. I don't want to just go, well, you know, I might pray for them and they might get well, but that ain't none of my business. I might go witness to them and they might get saved, but, you know, nobody likes a Bible thumper. I mean, it, it, it's, it's the world we live in. I probably could share that post on Facebook, but I don't want nobody to think I'm weird. I mean, whatever, however it fits. If you have the authority of the name of God to, to take into battle with you, into this spiritual warfare that we're fighting on a daily basis, if you have the, the, the name that every knee will bow and every tongue confess in your arsenal, where you can fight the enemy with your ability or with the name of Jesus. It doesn't seem like this is a real good option. However, a lot of times this seems like our only option. I mean, y'all hear me? We, we, we have been invested in, in, in set up as an ambassador of God to where we have the name of Jesus at our disposal. Yet we drudge off into our daily attack Every day, going, Lord, I hope I get through this. Have you ever thought about using some of the authority I've given you? I mean, I'm just asking, have you ever thought about using the authority that I've given you? I feel like this is like the, um, me and Riley, I wish Riley was here. Me and Riley enjoy Chick-fil-A every time I take her to school, right? But we enjoy the authority of going through the express lane because she does our order about the time we leave the house and all I got to do is scan that little magic button and they have my food ready when we get around the corner and all of the peasants sit in the drive-thru as we drive by I love that authority it's amazing it's like ah, peasants wait on that little girl to take your order hope she don't get it wrong oh I'm driving up to first class that's how I feel that's how we should feel with the name of Jesus. To, really? You're going to fight that? You're going to live through that? You're going to accept that? When you could come against it in the name of Jesus and cast it down? You, you know we win, right? I read all the way to the back of the book. I done read it a couple times. And it gets a little, there's some hairy stuff that's going to happen at the end. end but we still win. He says that the Bible says that he overcome the enemy with the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. We, we have the name of Jesus, the most powerful name that has ever been given to anything ever. And we tote it around, mute. And we talk about our problems and we talk about what's going on and we talk about how all this chaos is happening and we don't know what to do. Man, I think we ought to start taking some of our authority back. We are ambassadors of God. We walk in this world as ambassadors of God, and we have the full authority to use the name of Jesus. 
When those guys went out, and they were like, you don't, man, even the, the demons are scared of you. Yeah, that too. By the way, nothing was created without me either. I mean, you know how hard it would be for me to be Jesus and not be slightly arrogant? I mean, just a little bit. All of, you see all of that? I created all of that. That's like the old joke about the two scientists challenged God, and he said that they believed that they could make man out of dirt, right? And they, so they started, and God said, okay, you go first. And then the scientists started pull up, piling the dirt up, and he's like, ho, 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 get your own dirt. That's my dirt. I created that dirt. You didn't create nothing. Nothing was created without him. That full authority of the name of Jesus, nothing came that didn't belong to him. And we have it, and we walk around with it like it's a secret. Like, ooh, I got something y'all don't know nothing about. When we should be boldly going into the world as an ambassador of Christ. Boldly. Boldly. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. No salvation. That we have been washed and sanctified. That we have the authority to go to God and ask anything in Jesus' name. And then Mark says we are to go into all the world and preach the gospel and drive out demons and heal the sick and pick up snakes and drink poison and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The authority of the name of Jesus is yours if you're a believer. And if you're not operating in that authority, we got to do better. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day. Father, we thank you for your word. We are so grateful to have the name of Jesus and the authority that goes with it. And we give you the praise and honor and the glory for it. In Jesus' most precious name, amen.